from age seven to 14. And I took pharmaceuticals for seven years that really didn't help me at all. But what they did, you know, because the seizures continued, but what it did do is it really damaged my gut. And it, and, and so what, what I've learned since as an adult is that the damage, the dietary damage, damage from pharmaceuticals over many decades can absolutely uh, result in cancer and other diagnoses. So I'm, you know, I was shocked when I got the cancer diagnosis four years ago. I thought I was healthy. I'd been working in our superfoods community for three years at that point, thought I, you know, was doing fine. But what I didn't know is that cancer tumors, they take a long time to grow, like approximately 10 years before they can be felt palpated mm-hmm. by, um, by, you know, yourself, if it's in your body or if it's a doctor. Welcome to Into the Light podcast. This is where we will be discussing and exploring all things Ascension. Ascension journey, Ascension journey mapping, and understanding how we can deepen and increase our spiritual and healing journey along with understanding concepts around the global consciousness awakening that's happening, quantum energy healing, personal growth and enlightenment, trauma healing, and so much more as we learn together from experts in the field. I'm your host, Adina Movana, and I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to Into the Light. I'm your host, Adina Movana. Today, we have Stephanie Dawn, and Stephanie is a sacred business coach specializing in wealth sovereignty and health freedom. She's a vibrant and transformative radiant living priestess who's ignited a revolution as the former chair of the Million Mom Movement Council, uh, working on reshaping the future of our food systems. She's not only a survivor of third stage breast cancer, uh, but she chose to heal the appearance of cancer naturally, and she's also a holistic healing specialist. So her impact goes uh, far beyond personal well-being as she advocates for environmental, social justice, birth justice, and health freedom. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for being here. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me, Adina. It's an honor. Wow. Yeah, this is amazing. I'm so excited to have you on the show because obviously you are a beacon of empowerment and overcoming challenges. The work you've done has literally inspired millions of people. So thank you so much for everything that you do. It's amazing. Thank you. And so I wanted to have you on today because, um, you know, obviously you're doing a lot of different things with coaching and helping people in their lives, uh, wealth, sovereignty, um, health, freedom. But I wanted to talk to you especially about this concept of healing yourself naturally through cancer or whatever physical afflictions we might have. So, um, you know, you tell me a little bit about what to this work. Obviously, I know you had cancer yourself, but uh, give us a little bit of background about you know, what, what you're offering and, and where you're at today, how you yeah. got here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think in order to talk about the cancer, I have to go back in time to when I was a child in Canada, Adina, okay. I, I suffered with um, 
uh, epilepsy as a girl. And I took um, from age seven to 14 and I took pharmaceuticals for seven years that really didn't help me at all. But what they did, you know, because the seizures continued, but what it did do is it really damaged my gut. And it, and, and so what, what I've learned since as an adult is that the damage, the dietary damage, damage from pharmaceuticals over many decades can absolutely a result in cancer and other diagnoses. So I'm, you know, I was shocked when I got the cancer diagnosis four years ago. I thought I was healthy. I'd been working in our superfoods community for three years at that point, thought I, you know, was doing fine. But what I didn't know is that cancer tumors, they take a long time to grow, like approximately 10 years before they can be felt palpated mm-hmm. by, um, by, you know, yourself, if it's in your body, or if it's a doctor, um, who's able to feel it there. And so, uh, I had had a rather large lump that kind of grew like rapidly out of nowhere. I'm like, what is this? And so I went to go see an oncologist and because that's what you do, right. Yeah. You go and see an oncologist and I was in living in Los Angeles at the time. And I, um, I was met with, you know, that we want to biopsy you. Um, we want to put you on chemotherapy like yesterday. And I started doing my research immediately and realized pretty quickly that I, uh, I wasn't interested in the traditional path of healing mm-hmm. cancer. Um, I don't really ascribe that word healing with allopathic cancer um, treatments. So I made the decision with my family to go to an amazing anti-cancer facility called Hope for Cancer in Tijuana, Mexico. And I was there for a year. I went three different times. The first time I went was about three weeks and you could bring family members or friends or loved ones there. And so I had my sister for the first week, my stepmom for the second week, and then my mom for the last week. And Adina, I've never been fed better. <laughs> they did all my laundry. I did um, I did detox protocols all day, every day for three weeks. Um, you know, hyperthermia, a hyperbaric oxygen, light therapy, you name it. I did it. There was so much that I did. And I, uh, I endeavored when I got back to do as much of it in LA and up here, when I moved, I'm in Washington state now, um, on an Island. So I endeavored to keep it going as best as I could and keep juicing and, and doing all the things. And so, you know, here I am four years out alive to tell the tale. Amazing. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, that's a success story if I ever heard one. So thank you for that. And um, sounds like a great, a great place to know about. So I'm sure it's, it's good that you had, you know, such a, such a wonderful, like healing environment, right? We really need that when we're, when you're, when we're healing through these things. So um, yeah, that's great. And so tell me about what you're, what the work you're doing now. Are you um, working with women potentially who are in a similar situation and you, you help them, uh, you know, work through it with similar holistic methods? Like you were talking about all these different, um, you know, different things that they can do. Is that what you do one-on-one or? Yes. And I mean, I have a background as a spiritual practitioner and counselor. And so I, 
include that in my coaching, whether we're talking about business coaching or uh, the health coaching. And so, you know, I truly believe that we are um, spiritual beings having a human experience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, cancer just didn't come out of nowhere for me. You know, there was a lot of things going on in my life that weren't working. And because I have a certain degree of inner authority and understanding of my own sovereignty, I was able to go, oh, well, I created this condition in my body. I can undo it now. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I had that knowing Adina. And so I work with women now to defer to their own inner authority. I work with their own. um, There's a lot of personal development work that I do. Right. In addition to, you know, the more external things around diet and lifestyle and relationships. I, I, I coach around that too. So, you know, when cancer shows up in our life, it's because the way we're doing life isn't working, mm. you know? And so I recognized that immediately. And so the cancer diagnosis was like a big stop sign. It was like, stop trying to be friends with your ex, just divorce him. No. <laughs> stop living in Los Angeles. This is nowhere for you to be to heal. And so I moved up to Bainbridge Island. My family's here and to heal amongst the trees, you know, in the forest, the Bainbridge. So, cause the, you know, the, the concrete jungle of LA was not where I was supposed to be. I'd been there for a long time and I love LA and I'll always love LA, but I couldn't keep living there. So, right. right. Well, that makes sense. And so you've had to change, you know, it's like your life goes through upheaval and, and, you know, I've heard, I've heard that before too, like the wake up call or these calamities happening for our own, you know, personal growth and realizing we didn't live life, uh, you know, in a lot in alignment in a lot of ways. And so you mentioned that specifically you've done, you know, you do spiritual coaching. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about how this work has like brought you closer to your own spiritual practice or maybe what your, your, if you had a religious belief system or where you are at now with your own, you know, like the role spirituality specifically plays? Yeah. Yeah. So this is, yeah. It's a great question. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think with anything we, with our spiritual walk with God, um, we can be really, really close, which I was for many, many years at the Agape International Spiritual Center. Reverend Michael Beckwith was my spiritual um, uh, minister and mentor for many, many years. And then this is a uh, Christian, a Christian tradition. Uh, well, is it a certain? It's, so it's based on the science of mind and the science of mind mm. book that is, is based on the teachings of Jesus, but they don't really identify with being called Christian. Okay. Um, yeah, no, they, they, um, ancient wisdom, new thought. You'll okay. hear that name attributed a lot with the science of mind and agape. Uh, and the books that I studied, oh my gosh, when I was becoming a practitioner down there in LA, with Agape, I read the most amazing books. And to this day, they're, you know, they're here on my bookshelves and I crack them open periodically. So I did in the in the final years of my marriage, I did get really far away from God. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like this warrior. How long were you married? 13 years. Oh, wow. I was also, I was married 14 years. So (laughs) yeah, 13, 15 together. And so there was a lot of acrimony and, Mm -hmm. um, 
And I just became this warrior that had to look after herself because this wasn't going to happen in this relationship. And so I stopped meditating. I stopped studying my spiritual books. Like I just, I stopped. And I think, Mm. I think that's when the cancer started to really grow um, with the vengeance. Mm -hmm. So it was actually connected in some ways to your connection with with God's source or whatever. I think that so. might be. You know, I'm, I'm kind of having yeah. that realization right now. As we're talking. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, because we go into the wilderness as, 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 you know, on our spiritual walk, right. We go into the wilderness, we get far away from home, from God. Right. Mm-hmm. And so in answer to your question, yes, this diagnosis brought me back home to God straight mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And so brought me back to, um, so with the science of mind, we do this form of prayer called affirmative prayer okay, or spiritual mind treatment. And it's very powerful. Affirmative prayer sounds like. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's basically, it's not a prayer of beseeching. It's really a prayer of affirming what is the truth about who you are as a spiritual being. And that's what I loved the most about Agape because it wasn't about attempting to attain anything. It was realizing that right where I am, right where you are, Adina, is light and love and beauty and peace and prosperity and wholeness. And so, of course, when I get a a cancer diagnosis, I'm going to be like, well, I'm light and love and beauty and dynamic and radiant health and wholeness. Like, cancer has no power over me. So I brought what I'd learned at Agape and all those years of studying matriculation and coaching people mm-hmm. into my own cancer healing. It's not, wasn't a fight. I'm not fighting cancer. It's like, yeah, there's no fight going on in this body. Um, in fact, like that- survive, survive versus thriver. So you like thrive, right? Thriving through cancer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I think actually it's that fighting that was problematic that that activates the sympathetic nervous system that can create inflammation and lead to disease. Mm -hmm. So this whole time up in um, Washington state is really about activating the parasympathetic parasympathetic nervous system, which is all about rest and relaxation, Mm -hmm. rest and repair, healing. So my days are very different now, Adina. There's a, uh, I've designed my life in such a way that it really works for me. And I get to determine how my life is going to look. I'm not functioning at the effect of what's happening to me. Right. And that is uh, what so many people talk about when we're going into stillness and meditative states, and we're trying to cultivate this, you know, higher frequency vibrational energy to, to, uh, you know, do that. Are you familiar? Do you work with things around like law of attraction and, you know, in your coaching, do you, oh, do you talk yeah. on that? Yeah. Yeah. For you... years. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, I, I love that because, you know, it sounds like you're, you, you know, that's what you want most for your clients too, is for them to be able to have this uh, new life, new highest self life that you can, you can tap into. So, Oh yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm all about the demonstration. Yeah. And, and tell me a little bit about the the connection between all of this and like right down to nutrition, because like you mentioned earlier, you, you know, had epilepsy, you had issues with like, even into your gut health and things like that. 
can you tell me a little bit more about, yeah, I, I think there's like the mind brain, the, you know, the, the brain brain, the heart brain, and I'm now I'm hearing the gut brain. So do you talk about all these three uh, systems holistically in your program as well? Yeah, I do. It's really important that people understand it doesn't have to be super deep, as deep as I've gone, but I try mm-hmm. and I try and keep it accessible and, and digestible in terms of how we heal, how we can heal with nutrition. So yeah, so I mentioned the epilepsy. I, I was raised through the 60s and the 70s. So I was raised eating TV dinners, McDonald's. Um, you know, my mom was always baking, so there was always sugar in the house. And as a teenager, I was always making salads. Like I love salads. Mm. To this day, I'm the salad maker in our in our family. <laughs> oh, that's mm. good. <laughs> yeah. And I've even got a salad waiting for me right now in the fridge for dinner. So I just, I'm on a specific detox right now. Um, uh, very, uh, a raw vegan herbal detox right now. Oh, and I've got okay. my, got my watermelon juice here too. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like it's delicious. Even though it's a detox. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so helping, um, helping women to heal themselves with nutrition mm-hmm. is a big part of what I do. It's right. very important. Um, you don't have to follow my path directly. Uh, I've, I've chosen a predominantly raw vegan path, but I'm not a vegan. Um, when I first got the cancer diagnosis, I actually left hope for cancer four years ago. And I ended up working with a raw vegan detox specialist because I felt like I needed to go further with the diet. Mm hope for cancer is a little bit middle of the road. Like they do recommend animal products and they do, um, and they do, you know, recommend juicing and of course, organic food. But with what I was dealing with, I just had this sense that I needed to just be raw vegan for a while and do a deeper herbal cleanse. And so I did that for three months when I left hope for cancer. And then I moved up here and it got really cold. So I couldn't stay raw vegan in the winter. Like there's just no way some people can do that, but I cannot. Oh so- yeah. When <laughs> winter you want to have your yeah, warm, <laughs> warming foods, foods yeah. right? Cooked foods, warming foods. For sure. So, yeah. So I, um, that is one component of how I help women is the food, depending on what they want. They might have their whole food trip together, you know, and they might want more of the spiritual counseling. And, um, you know, I do a lot of work around the mind, like what the mm-hmm. mind has created. Because most people don't realize how powerful they are, Adina. Yeah, like like overcoming limiting beliefs and our mindset stuff. That's why you said, yeah, personal development yeah. is usually where it starts, right? So yeah, well, they they, <laughs> they give away their power. It's very common with women. We give away yeah. our power to our husband or to our mate or mm. to a doctor. You know, in my birth, my birth, um, sacred birth work, which is dating me back several decades. Um, <laughs> you know, and then I became a birth, birth freedom activist. It's like women give away their power in birth all the time. And anyways, we women, I think there's an imperative right now on this planet to take back our power when it comes to listening to ourselves, when it comes to deferring to our own inner authority, even understanding what does that mean? What does my own inner authority mean? Like I really work with women to deepen that understanding and to move forward from that place of connection to themselves. Yeah, that makes sense to me because that's your connection to intuition and that's our divine feminine. And 
uh, also it's what I understand is really the connection to God or your spiritual center and uh, source energy, whatever you might be focused on. So that is all like, you know, energy we're connecting to our psychic abilities potentially and our own intuitive powers and, and decision-making coming from that place versus our mental mind state, which is in a, you know, crazy ego-based, you know, reality versus a heart state. So um, I absolutely love that. And yeah, I think that's the theme that I'm hearing, you know, again and again, is this holistic approach. We work on mind, body, soul connection and in our businesses and in our lives. And this is where, (laughs) this is where it's all going. So yeah, yeah, I love it. And so what do you, what do you say to women or people who are really just stuck on that? uh, You know, you know, someone has cancer and they're in the Western medicine portal, like where they're just lots of drugs, lots of Um, you know, I've even spoken to women myself and they're like, no, I I don't do the holistic woo woo stuff. I'm, I'm sticking with this. And like, you know, we, we want to get a certain amount of that. Right. We like, I don't know if there's, there's, you know, you go to the doctor, you get the diagnosis, but what do you, how do you help people who are maybe down that track already, or, or maybe they're now interested in holistic approaches? Like, what do you say to those women? So, well, so someone who's on the allopathic track is not going to be attracted to working with me. Yeah. They're just not because you can't be healed by a paradigm that you don't believe in. Mm -hmm. Right. So if they have been, so many people at hope for cancer when I was there. Okay. That was their last hope. Yeah. They've already tried Western stuff. Oh, Oh, that's, that's what I'm feeling like. They definitely do that first a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because that's what we've been sold. Oh my God, yeah. diagnosis, you're going to die. Right. Actually, I would like to proffer the possibility that people are dying because of the treatment mm. that allopathy says can heal or cure cancer. So I think we have a real issue in this country when it comes to disease uh, because we have a, a a medical model of care that completely discounts alternative healers and healing modalities and um, you know homeopathy, naturopathy, uh, et cetera, chiropractic, right? So I've done all those things, you know, so for many, years, yeah. years and years, really. Yeah. And I'll tell you. So I'll tell you. I'm from Canada originally, and. You know, I was born and raised up in Vancouver, British Columbia. Mm, and <laughs> as a young adult, before I moved to California, uh, I was paying $3 a month for my medical insurance. Yep. Socialized medicine is uh, definitely something we're jealous of down here in the States. <laughs> right. So yeah. I, I was getting all my needs met medically yeah. and, and dentistry included for $3 a month. Wow. Amazing. And when I moved to the States, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's only gotten worse. (laughs) Yeah. Actually it was cost that had me going down the alternative path, but I'd I'd already been like kind of going in that direction anyways, because I'd had such a upsetting traumatic experience with the allopathic world up in Canada with the epilepsy, you know, mm-hmm. um, that I didn't want to go back in that direction, you know? So yeah. California, hello, there's healers on every corner, 
right? There's there's practitioners of every stripe. And I was like, okay, it's like being a kid in the candy store. Who am I going to go work with next? You know, so I had a lot of healers over the years, whether it was talk therapy, energy healing. um, Yeah, you name it. So it was, it was good. And I still do that up here in, in the Seattle area, you know, um, I just do lots of different healers and different, uh, modalities and things, body work and acupuncture and yeah. yeah. And that's awesome. And, you know, that's one thing I find is that we all work with, you know, different people at different times in this spiritual or healing process, whatever that might be. We, uh, you know, I, I, I started, uh, working as a spirituality consultant, helping people get to the the right coach or the right practitioner or whatever that might be in their lives. So, um, cause, cause it sounds like we're always on this journey, you know, working with someone, working with a teacher and, and, uh, or a coach or healer at, at all yeah. these different times. So it's amazing that you've, you've done all that. Um, I'm curious about who, you, you know, you touched on this a little bit, like people who are doing the, you know, Western treatments, they're maybe not your, your targeted, like most ideal person that you work with. Can you tell me a little bit of more about who, who you do, you know, work with right now? Like what, what, what they're going through, where do you, yeah. you know, where do they, where do they come to you with and, and what do yeah. you try, try and help them through? Mm-hmm. Well, similar to hope for cancer, like they might've gone down a little bit down the road of allopathy, but they don't mm-hmm. want to do any more. Mm, yeah, you know, they they are being recommended to go on this drug, and they don't want to do that. So they will come to me and I will say, you know, I will write them up my sort of prescription. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will work with them to fulfill it with the coaching with diet dietary recommendations and really support them to, to really, it's, it's about transforming every aspect of their life. Really? Yeah. Is it like weekly calls? Are you doing group calls? Are you doing, what do you do exactly? It's one-on-one for me. I don't one do on group. One. No, okay. no, it's yeah. just one-on-one and it really depends on what the client wants. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'll work with them to the degree that they want to see me. Okay. That's awesome. Flexible. And sometimes sounds like they might see you for two, three months, maybe six months or a year. If it depends on, it depends on what they want. Some people, they just, they find, I have a four week course on my website. Okay. Healing cancer naturally. And that Mm -hmm. really downloads like everything that I went through into these four modules. I've got videos, I've got worksheets and some people, they just want to do that you know? Yeah. Or, or some people, so they don't want to do a course. They just want to work with me one-on-one. So, and I'll, I'll just weave in aspects of the course into the one-on-one coaching. So it's deeply amazing. fulfilling, Adina. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're amazing at it because you have such a vast skill set in the nutrition knowledge and, you know, just a lot of the all of the information someone can need also wealth and business and optimizing how they can financially be successful. So um, I can see why this work is, uh, you know, so meaningful for you because it sounds like you're just amazing at it. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, So the whole wealth and business coaching, I mean, I've kind of been riding the riding both, um, worlds for a while now, because I did have some work in the birth world when my children were very young around women's empowerment and birth. And then I started working with, um, with birth professionals all over the world and helping Mm. them build their business. 
and okay. teaching my sacred birth work. So it's kind of been this interesting organic morphing, right? And so, um, but when I when I got the cancer diagnosis, I had this big clientele of of um, business coaching clients. Mm. And I had to let them all go. Oh yeah. <laughs> go with the cancer diagnosis because it just kind of whammied me, you know, um, but my superfoods business was chugging along while okay. I was going through all of that. Cause I've been working it for three years. And, and, um, and so with the whole like cancer coaching now, like that's just a result of, you know, the curveball that God threw me. Right. Yeah. And all the research that I did. And it's like, here, let me save you some time and some money. That's why I made the course is because, you know, people, people are whammied with a cancer diagnosis and there's so much fear in our culture connected to cancer. And I'm really, I really work with them to demystify the fear and I demystify had, the fears of cancer. Yeah. Right. That's really what it comes down to. Cause you said it earlier in the beginning of the episode where you're operating from a place of fear, 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 and that's highly problematic in the first place. So you have to go in and un, un, un get to the root of all that, which is often our trauma, trauma sources, or even our relationship with religion and, you know, th- people in our, or maybe even our spouse, <laughs> right? So I can see how, um, you know, people who want to pretend like they can just kind of treat this and, you know, go through this, but then it doesn't work, you know, it, it really pushes you to look at a holistic approach to the solution. And that is like, uh, yeah, getting, getting it, getting out of that fear-based uh, programming that we're, that we're very, you know, stuck into in our, <laughs> in our current reality sometimes, right? Yeah, absolutely. But, I'm, I'm really invested in the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza, who really oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's an extension of all the work that I did and have been doing all these years with the science of mind. Um, but mm-hmm. we really are so incredibly powerful with our own minds and uh, a practice of meditation uh, can really support us to change our lives. Yes. And 100%. consciousness. Yeah. The, the power of the conscious mind, conscious thoughts of rewiring the subconscious mind versus yeah. how our conscious mind is running. So um, that is like rewiring. I've heard it rewire the mind. Uh, yeah. Any, any of this uh, messaging from Dr. Joe Dispenza, I know he's doing amazing things with medical intuitives who are healing obviously people in these ways on a mass scale. So it's happening. Yeah, he's, I mean, like, yeah. he's traveling all over the world. That guy, I, I, had yeah. the, I had the blessing of being with him in Orlando, Florida in November. Wow. Okay. It was really phenomenal. And so, and then I, and then I participated in a six month long um, study that he was doing to see how oh. meditation changes us on a physiological level. So he's doing wild stuff with science and meditation and spirituality. He doesn't call it spirituality. He never talks about God, but um, he's doing amazing work. And so, well, it's, it's bringing it to the masses. It's really the, the thing, you know, it's the resonating factor. It has to get, get the most people and, 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 you know, people are awakening, right. That's part of this uh, global consciousness awakening and, and all of that. So it's yes. happening. Yes. Yes, they are. So I love him. He's really at yeah. the front of a revolution and just helping people realize how powerful they are. So I do what I can in my small way compared to Dr. Joe. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you're doing the one-on-one work and that's what people need, especially uh, the support. They need a highly, sounds like uh, you get a cancer treatment. And like you said, it's about the support. It's about not, you know, being uh, this terrible, you know, but thriving through it. Right. right. Yeah. And, and uh, keeping yeah. that mindset. It's not a death sentence. It's not the end of your life. It can be the beginning of your life, of a new life. You know, one where you have dominion over what's going on in your life. What the thoughts that you're thinking, what you're putting in your mouth, how you're relating to your loved ones, to your work. Maybe you want to do something different with your life and you don't want to do that same work. Right? So I think that questioning everything when we receive a a serious diagnosis like that is paramount and then being with the answers. So questioning everything, I, (laughs) that blows the mind. Um, Amazing. Well, I, I love this. So let, for our listeners uh, who are hearing all this today, maybe they want to get in touch with you, Stephanie, where, what's the best way to, way to find you? I know you're on social media a little bit. Where do you like people to go to, yeah. to reach out? So the, if you're interested in one-on-one with me, the best place to go is my website, stephaniedon.com. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then if you're on Facebook, I do have a, a, a group called healing cancer naturally support group. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So that's very lively right now. That group is, I've got people coming in every day and I think people are just really um, excited to know that they have positive options. Amazing. Of course. Yeah. I, I, I would be all over that, you know, too. And I think, uh, like I said, awareness is growing and we're all experiencing it. So um, that's just, goes to show how good the work is that you're doing in the world. So it's, it's wonderful. Um, cool. Well, okay. So Facebook group and well, I'll have those links, you know, below the episode here. And, uh, you know, before we wrap today's, uh, last words, anything you'd like to share with our listeners before we end the call, anything you'd like to leave us with today? So I think that, you know, the most important thing for a woman or a man to know if they're faced with a cancer diagnosis is to know that you have power, you have power and, um, and you can, uh, you know, like I was mentioning prior, defer to that power within you. I call it your own inner authority and really make your decisions from that place. Cause you're going to have a lot of people telling you what to do. Right. Right. Yeah. Like people that barely even know you are going to reach out to you with recommendations. Mm. And so you listen to the experts that you gather around, you listen or not to the people that offer you advice for free and you take it all in and then you make your decision about the path that's right for you from a place of power. That's what I want to say to people. And that's the work that I like to do with my clients. Amazing. Yeah, I love it because, and, you know, even for me, I've had people diagnosed and, you know, you know, people don't know what to do when that happens either to themselves or a loved one. Obviously we have uh, those relationships. So this is so helpful because I think one of the things we can do is, you know, send them 
maybe an episode like this or, you know, some sort of thing that they can, that they can do. Like, I'm going to send it to people who maybe I'm uncomfortable, like, Hey, you know, but here's something you can listen to or just spread awareness about. So it helps them in their own way. And, you know, if they're interested, they, they start to maybe look at that mind, body, soul alignment. And, and like you said, it's, uh, it's all a base that people start coming to you with all their opinions and this and that. And it really forces you to do that intuition work, which is connecting to source, which is connecting to, you know, those important things. And so I guess that's what, what, what we have to start really working on in this life (laughs) to be successful. Well, I think that we give our power away to an authority that knows better than we do. Like that's problematic for me, but Mm -hmm. it happens all, all day, every day in our current culture, because allopathic medicine does not support people moving from a place of empowerment. They like to be the ones that have the answers Mm -hmm. and they don't, they don't have the answers, Adina. And and the final thing that I want to say, not always, sometimes they do, but not always. Mm-hmm. And that the third leading cause of death in the United States is iatrogenesis. And so okay. we research that term, uh, iatrogenesis, it means death by medicine or death by doctor. Oh my God. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> third leading cause of death. Third so, leading okay. cause. We're so, going to put that as the awareness campaign. Like, <laughs> yeah. So if that doesn't stop you in your tracks right there from really like going, huh, maybe oh. I want to do some more research before I go down this road, you know, yeah. I mean, people, people would question me about going the alternative path. Um, they're like, you have kids. Don't you want to live? I'm like, I'm doing this because I have. Kids. Yeah. They think they think you're not doing the right thing. It's like, oh, you're making a risky choice with your life. And then and then they program that and then you start doubting it. And then the fear kicks in and then you're really down the road. <laughs> so it's really from from the negative yeah. energy problem that we have. Right. It's yeah. like it's like in there. Yeah. The worst thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. But with, you know, with all my work as a spiritual practitioner and, you know, really energizing love and, and um, really, you know, understanding what fear is, I was Mm. just like, you know, get thee behind me cancer, you know, you're like a fear, fear expert, like how to beat your biggest fears. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because when you get a cancer diagnosis, you are faced with, do I stay or do I go? Mm. You know, like I, I, I had never, I've never had any existential angst my entire life, but that cancer diagnosis was like, huh, maybe I'm not doing life, you know, the right way. Maybe I should go, you know, or because I was in the middle of a divorce too. It's like, mm-hmm. oh God. Right. So, um, I, 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 I was questioning myself somewhat and then I got back on track and then I started working all my tools and it's like, girl, you know, you're supposed to be here, like get to work, right? <laughs> get to work now. It shook <laughs> you to your core and now it's time to get to work. Oh, and we have to do all this, this work and healing. So um, amazing. Thank you for sharing, Stephanie. You have a wonderful story. It's inspiring. It's empowering. It's so informative and, you know, knowledge driven. So I love your expertise in so many different areas that you can bring uh, to people who connect with you and and who work with you and um, people like me who have the the fortune of uh, just being in your network and and doing this, 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 
this work together. So thank yes. you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. It's wonderful to be connected to you. And it's an honor. Anytime I get to talk about what I'm passionate about, it's just, it's a good day. So thank you. Thank you so much. Well, this is a great episode. I'm so glad we had you on the show today. And like I mentioned, everything will be linked below this episode. So uh, thank you so much for coming. And uh, this is Into the Light. I'm your host, Adina Movana. Thank you so much, Stephanie. You're welcome. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode today. Please share your biggest takeaway with me via our community. For new listeners, thank you for tuning in. I invite anyone to explore the resources, links, and show notes available on my website, www.adinamovana.com. If a topic or discussion piqued your curiosity or interest today during the show, you can easily find it there at that website. And if you have any specific topics you would like me to cover, feel free to email me at em at adinamovana.com. Thank you again for joining me today. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week on Into the Light.